のうまくさまんだばざらだんせんだばころじゃそわてうんたらたかんまんのうまくさまんだばざらだんせんだばころじゃそわてうんたらたかんまんのうまくさまんだばざらだのうまくさまんだばざらだんのうまくさまんだばざらだんのうまくさまんだばざらだんかんのうまくさまんだばざらだんかんのうまくさまんだばざらだんかん Hello, hello, hello.、Uh, this is Yujiro Seki speaking. I'm the director of Carving the Divine Buddhist Sculptors of Japan. I am ready to release Carving the Divine.、Uh, yes, finally, it's exciting. So, but today I have a privilege to introduce somebody who already watched Carving the Divine.、Uh, hello, uh, Mr. Reverend uh, Harada, uh, Marvin Harada. Welcome. Thank you. Nice to see you, Yujiro san. <laughs> great, great. So, yes,、uh, I know everybody knows about you.、Uh, you are super famous in your community, but for people who don't know anything about you, please introduce yourself and please tell us a little bit about the BCA. Okay.、Uh, my name is、uh, Reverend Marvin Harada. I'm serving as the bishop of our Buddhist Churches of America. The Buddhist Churches of America. Is a part of the Jodo Shinshu tradition or Shin Buddhism.、Uh, our tradition is connected to Nishi Honganji in Kyoto, Japan. And we have been in the United States for nearly 125 years.、Oh. So, a long history from around 1898 or so.、Uh, Buddhist temples were formed、uh, by Japanese American communities. Uh, we have presently 58 churches and temples.、Uh, now uh, we are uh, going beyond the Japanese American community, and we have、uh, people of various、uh, ethnicities and backgrounds、uh, attending our churches and temples following the path of Shin Buddhism. Wonderful, wonderful. I love the idea of inclusion and including everybody、uh, to the temple, not、uh, for only Japanese people. That's a 21st century way to go about it. Is that right? Yes, yes.、Uh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So, how are you holding up for the, all the COVID crisis? Yes, it was very challenging for the past、uh, basically three years or so.、Uh, in the beginning, Most, all of our churches and temples were completely closed, and services were then held either on Zoom or Facebook or YouTube Live. The positive side is that it forced us to learn how to、uh, share Buddhism over the internet.、Uh, otherwise, we never would have、uh, done those things. But now every minister、uh, is basically broadcasting their local temple service. Uh, either on YouTube, on Facebook, or they're reaching people on Zoom, in addition to now being in person as we have reopened. But it was a real challenge, and many funeral services were delayed for a year. Memorial services were put on hold, weddings were po postponed. So,、uh, and on top of all the local temple events like Obon and bazaars. All fundraisers. So it was a real challenge. But most of our temples,、uh, they thought of creative ways to have fundraisers uh, uh, virtually, and they managed through this difficult time. And now they are reopening, and everyone is so happy to, to see each other again in person. 
Yes, yes, I understand. Uh, I love Zoom and everything, but nothing can beat in person. So yes. I got it. <laughs> so yes, Reverend Harada, you've watched Carving the Divine, and uh, you was you were the actually one of the first uh, people that I showed Carving the Divine, and uh, frankly, I was very scared because you are such a a person of a uh, high prestige, and uh, if you tell me no. Uh, everything was gonna going to fall apart. So uh, yeah, but you know, you gave uh, gave me a positive response. So I was very appreciative. So, what was your experience? Oh, I, I thought it was a wonderful movie, and I thought it was a movie that uh, anyone could enjoy and be moved by. First of all, just to understand what what it really takes to to carve, you know, a Buddhist uh, a statue of the Buddha in in the traditional manner, but to me, what really sort of resonated with me about the film is the sort of master disciple relationship, or the master and student relationship, and how the master carver teaches, trains the student, sometimes in very sort of stern, harsh, uh, in Japanese we say kibishi ways, but this is how an art like that is truly transmitted from master to disciple. So in that sense, I think the movie is appealing to anyone of any background, uh, because it doesn't matter what what the, the art or tradition or profession might be, you know, there's that teacher-student relationship in, in anything, whether it's music, whether it's dance, whether it's in uh, academics, you know, there's sort of this, this relationship between a master and, uh, and how a student really learns from a true master. Mm. Great, great. Thank you very much for the, uh, uh, your feedback. Uh, but you know, often I encounter the situation in the Western world, uh, that kind of relationship could be too harsh and uh, could be power harassment. So uh -huh. what do you say to that? Uh, well, I, maybe th uh, that person doesn't understand uh, uh, the sort of the, uh, maybe I don't think it's just Japan, but it could be the Asian tradition but I'm sure there were stern teachers like that too in, in Western art, in, in, in Western fields of, of music or whatnot. Uh, I know it was uh, harsh. The teacher might say, you know, this is terrible, you know, go back and do it again. You know, but but if, if you respect the teacher for what they truly know, then you have to take the teacher's word. My teacher says, this is terrible. I should do it over. So I have to do it over. You know, you're not, you're the student. You're the one learning. You're not in the position of arguing with your master about, well, I think it's pretty good, you know? So I think that's, that shows that teaches us something, especially in the West, where we don't want to be questioned. We think, if we're a student in, in, a, in a college class, we write something, oh, I think that's pretty good. <laughs> but to be challenged by the teacher, 
and to say, start over or do it again, uh, we don't want to hear that. But that's what a real teacher does, I think. Mm -hmm. So what do you think that, you know, the definition of love and compassion? So, uh, you know, in Buddhist community, we always talk about but love and compassion could come in a different form. And uh, sometimes mm -hmm. uh, strict, stern uh, teaching could be love and compassion. What do you yeah. think of that? <laughs> yes, that, that's why, you know, Buddhism, it's wisdom and compassion. See, wisdom and compassion goes together. And so uh, sometimes compassion doesn't always mean patting someone on the, on the, uh, on the back and, oh, you did such a nice job. We all need that encouragement too. But, uh, you know, I think a real master teacher uh, uh, knows that if, if they want to really transmit something like such a fine art uh, that, you know, sometimes they have to be very harsh and stern. And, and then, you know, the thing that was touching about that movie, you know, when they did get some kind of praise and it wasn't big praise, it was something like, oh yeah, this isn't bad. <laughs> the student feels like, oh my gosh, you know, they were, <laughs> that was like the highest praise they got from their teacher. You know, that, mm, no, not bad. You know, <laughs> that, that kind of reaction, uh, affirming that the student did did a good job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, that's a beautifully uh, summarized. So thank you so much. And uh, yeah, is there any time that you will be able to reflect upon on your life uh, when, you, when you're watching the movie? Uh, yes, no, I think it, made me think of uh, similar situations uh, of various teacher-student relationships and and my, maybe I reacted like, gee, you know, <laughs> that was kind of too harsh. Uh, but looking at that movie, you know, realizing that maybe your teacher was right or, you know, sometimes in a parent-child relationship too, we don't want to receive the, the stern scolding from our parents. But as we grow older, we see the wisdom uh, in, in their sternness. Mm, wonderful. So is it, was your tokudo training, uh, training to be a, a, like a priest, was that that difficult? Or yes, in those, in those days, it was uh, pretty, it was kind of like boot camp. Uh, so throughout the whole week, it was, it was really, you have to sit straight and chant right, and uh, teachers were very stern. Uh, but you know all that sort of severity and harshness leading up to when you actually receive tokudo from the head of our tradition, the Gomonshu Sama. You know that was a very moving, very moving uh, experience. I don't think anyone goes through that experience without being you know, touch deep in their heart. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a very rewarding process. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Very impressive. So uh, what do you think? Is there anything that, any lesson that uh, people can learn uh, from watching Calvin the Divine, either Buddhist or non-Buddhist or uh, anybody? Oh, yes. That's where I think... Uh, um... The, the movie has, uh, it's, it should be 
enjoyable and it should be touching and moving to anyone uh, because we all have tried to learn something. Maybe we don't learn such a fine art like uh, carving Buddhist statues, but we've all learned something, whether it's just lessons in golf or ballroom dancing or, or cooking. And so, so to have such, you have to have, you know, sort of absolute trust and reverence in your teacher. Uh, and, and then you, you as a student do your absolute best. Uh, I, I think that movie really teaches us what it means to really learn. Mm. Wow. No, that's, I don't have anything more to say, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I think I would like to uh, talk a little bit about the uh, Jodo Shinshu and uh, how it can be related to the film. And uh, one of the scenes, I think, uh, 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 the apprentice was making uh uh, Amida Nyorai, which is uh, very important for uh, Jodo Shinshu tradition. So what is Amida Nyorai anyway? Please tell us. Well, I think the Western audience should know that the, the beautiful Buddhist statues of a Buddha like Amida Nyorai uh, is a symbol. It is a symbol. It represents uh, the contents of Shakyamuni Buddha's enlightenment, wisdom, and compassion. So these wonderful artists express this something that's beyond words, something that's beyond description, uh, wisdom and compassion. They are expressing it in an artistic form, in the form of a beautiful statue. And that's why there's so many metaphors in the uh, Buddhist art. For example, the Amida Nyorai is always in a slightly leaning forward position, as opposed to in Zen Buddhism, uh, they would have a statue of the Buddha that's seated in meditation because they're emphasizing sitting in meditation. But in Shin Buddhism, the Amida Nyorai is slightly leaning forward and that is to represent the dynamic compassion that, that uh, Amida Buddha is reaching to all beings to lead all beings to enlightenment. Or this truth of enlightenment, the truth of the Dharma is really trying to reach us, to awaken us. But we are deluded, ignorant, unenlightened beings, and you know, our eyes are kind of blind to it. But the teachings, the light of the Buddha is trying to trying to reach reach us, and these beautiful statues uh, symbolize symbolize that through mm -hmm. their art. Mm -hmm. So Western people often say Amida Nyorai is just like uh, Jesus Christ. That's not true, right? No, no. So that in you know in the, uh, in the Bible it says you should not worship idols. So that's why people who come from the Judeo-Christian tradition think that the, the statues on our altar are like idols, like we're worshiping an idol, uh, you know, praying to the idol that it's going to make it rain or make my business successful. You know, we don't look at the statue as having that kind of power. 
the statue has power in what it represents, in what it represents, which is you know wisdom and compassion. Mm -hmm. It's a more symbol than like a yes. Actual, okay. That's right. That's right. Symbol. Great, great. Wow, wonderful. So sounds like uh, anybody can be Shin Buddhist. Is that correct, or you have to be a monk, or you have to meditate all day to be Zen, uh, Shin Buddhist? No, that's the one unique thing about Shin Buddhism is that it's a path that anyone can follow. It doesn't matter your your age. It doesn't matter your ethnicity. Uh, it doesn't. You don't have to uh, give up your lay lifestyle and meditate hours and hours a day. Uh, so it's a path really for anyone uh, of, of any background. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for your uh, feedback and the uh, review about the carving the divine. And also we learned so much about Shin Buddhism today. So if uh, anybody who wants to learn more about Shin Buddhism, uh, what we can do? Uh, well, they can first visit our, our BCA website. It's uh, BuddhistChurchesOfAmerica.org. Uh, BuddhistChurchesOfAmerica.org. And then there it will direct you to ways that you can learn uh, about Shin Buddhism. But great, great. I'd, like, I'd just like to uh, wish you the best on this next phase of your movie. I hope that uh, you're able to get it shown in many theaters and, and that many people will be able to to see this uh, wonderful work of art that you created uh, in this movie. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes. So we're going to do it and uh, we're going to make it work. And so that people can watch Carving the Divine, 1,400 year old Japanese art tradition cannot be offered anywhere. So uh, thank you very much today, Reverend Harada, for coming and uh, talk about the Carving the Divine and also talk about the Shin Buddhism. Uh, we learned so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me.